0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil' Zane. Uh-huh. Lil' Wayne. Sammy Saint to me. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of your favorite college baseball, slash baseball, slash anything we kinda. Really want to talk about at this point podcast Believe in College Baseball with your host, Alan Styles and Orlando Razzo. If you're listening to this, you're probably listening on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, or Luminary. But if you didn't know, you can listen on all those platforms. Now you know. While you're there, rate us. If you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. Orlando, Big things are going on. Big things are happening. You know, sure, like I said, we're baseball, but NBA playoffs, you know, um, even baseball. Uh, the SoCal baseball is hot right now. They got all the stars and Giants are hanging around, dropping Jordan numbers, literally the number 23 on the Rockies head. In course Rays and
1: Yankees hate each other.
0: Raising Yankees, you know, um, where, where do you want to start today?
1: First of all, I'm just I'm so happy. Like this this past mm-hmm. few weeks, I mean, we had incredible. We had incredible golf over the weekend. We had right. Ramen and Dustin Johnson. I was watching that live. I fucking jumped up in my seat. That was that was awesome. We just witnessed OG. Oh, this is why that the buzzer beater. We just witnessed right. that. You know, less than an hour ago. This is exactly why when when someone says yeah you know I, I just don't pay attention to sports you know like immediately there's no there's no way you can move forward with that relationship that that's why
0: you know how they say you can't trust uh and i and I don't necessarily agree with this you know hey don't don't hate us but it has been said you can't trust a man that doesn't drink what 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 who which man do you trust less the man that doesn't drink or the man that could care less about sports?
1: could care less about sports and right. it's not because the man that doesn't drink may have drank and just right. The guy, yeah. You know, some people can't drink. Yeah. The right. guy, the guy that doesn't chooses not to watch what, what do you do? What do like you do? there's no way you you're telling me that, you know, uh, the symphony is better than og just hitting a buzzer beater with 0.5 seconds left when we don't even know what's going to happen we think the game's over. we think the series is over they're dead in the water baby yeah the
0: symphony could be lit though you sample some of those you know Hey, get jake i got the lord of the
1: rings the lord of the rings playlist is my study playlist there's
0: some slappers you know but yeah i mean look man exciting weekend i actually missed a lot of it and speaking of drinking you know i i didn't know if i would drink again after uh you know there's, there's a lot going on something
1: uh, happened over the weekend too something something happened something something big
0: something, something big. big
1: we didn't even talk about it in the pre show i feel no. bad not even like and it's okay
0: it i trust me i'm milking it to everyone like i'm not trying to pay for a drink like it, next... he's
1: got like the biggest <laughs> smirk on his face right, right now too he's right. like listen yeah i you want to tell the people
0: no you go ahead you you go ahead
1: so i get a text on what was it thursday like right. uh alan was going out of town you were going to pismo
0: yeah avila pismo yep
1: avila pismo I, i've been out there before Uh great great spot shout out shout out slow um he said he's proposing mm-hmm. flat out right flat out proposing and yep. and to no surprise to none of the listeners' surprise, to to not my surprise, at least, she right. said yes. Yes. So I'm going to give the floor to you. Take us through the game plan. We're going to do right. like a post-engagement interview here. Right, you know. Take um, us through the game plan. What was going through your mind, and mm-hmm. how did the game plan – did you execute it? So, you know, every a lot has
0: had to change this year, and originally – you know, her parents were going to be out here and we were going to do it, you know, um, I think on Easter, that was the original plan. Obviously that all got canceled. So I had to, you know, you got to run an audible, you got to run an audible. I didn't know what the audible would be Uh, for those. Well, obviously for those of you don't know, none of you would know, but we had, we met uh, at temple, you know, I played baseball, she played softball. So we've been dating for Seven years, seven years. But I'm a firm believer. You you just got to believe when the time is right, you know, especially in California, the Bay Area, stuff is expensive out here, man. You can't just run into these situations until you're ready. And, you know, it just got to the point where after we had to pivot the last time and we were worried about the fires this time, because of uh, the air quality, you know Airbnb, they ain't giving you no type of money back, so I'm like, we're going. Like we might not go outside, but we're going. so um, met some met a friend of mine and his girlfriend from in l a, so we kind of met up and they did a great job. We went on a hike, and you know, my fiance now uh, pretty much knew something was up because I asked her to find a hike that's how lazy i am i asked her to find her own hike for our engagement she just didn't know it was for a hike i just said find a hike with a view thinking Strong move. you know i just said you know cuz my our friends like to 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 hike so i thought i was pulling it off um get to the hike she picks like the like beautiful hike it was kind of treacherous you know like we almost went down a couple times really? but um after that got down on one knee you know made it happen uh, made it happen for the for the town for the city you know for for everybody, you know, you, it's all about the rings, baby. And uh, after that, the rest of the weekend was a blur to me. So um, that's why I'm saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm 30 now. The, the the drinking that happened after, I mean, I'm I'm finally back at 100%. But I wouldn't trade anything or trade any of it for the world because it was a, g- a great time. And I know it's, you know, literally just the beginning. But um, it was good stuff, man. It was good stuff.
1: Now, I mean, did you... Of course, you said you've been dating for seven years. Was Mm -hmm. there, you know, similar to an athlete that's, you know, hitting Jimmy Butler yesterday, similar to an athlete that's at the free throw line, all he's got to do is make one free throw. Mm -hmm. But you still got to make the free throw. You still have to execute. Were there any nerves going into it, you know, that maybe you dropped the ring? Maybe you consumed the ring. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily.
0: I was pretty sure she would say yes. I just didn't want to like stumble over my words, and again, drop the ring, because like I said, we were kind of on a cliff. So uh, I would have to, you know, try to fish it out or or find it. Um, But luckily, none of that happened. And yeah, I was a a little nervous as to whether she would say yes or not, just because I mean, just because it's just nerves, it doesn't really matter how long you've been dating until you kind of take that step if you decide to do that. So I was definitely nervous, um, just about the whole situation. And now it's just, um, I, I got about a day, maybe a, a day and a half of enjoying it before, like, my mom is like, okay, so what are we thinking for the wedding, da-da-da-da-da, and I'm just like, dude, just, like, give me, give me, like, two weeks, right. two weeks, right. and we can kind of get this moving, but it was, yeah, man, a lot going on, and like I said, I've been milking it, like, literally everywhere we went after, like, for the next, because we stayed an extra day just to, like, celebrate, every time we went to get food, yeah, you know, it's been a, big weekend a real (laughs) weekend like looking like like looking at her her left hand um and we got some free beers out of it of course so um, you
1: have to do that
0: and yesterday yeah we went to yard house and they gave us free dessert so i i'm just telling her i'm like we always have just gotten engaged whenever i say it i don't care how long however long it takes until we're married we just got engaged i'm just milking it you know
1: we that's awesome that's like when you were little when you would just say hey it's my buddy's birthday and, you know, exactly. free dessert and everything. Just exactly. keep saying you're engaged. Right. You're going to get free shit all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a brilliant so it's like moment. when people it's are like
0: birthday month, you know, birthday month, It's, birthday it's month. like engagement yeah. month, engagement year, you know, um, yeah. that's how I'm going to do it. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. But thank you. You know, me and Orlando were speaking and he sent his uh, his best regards. So thank you for that, Orlando. I, I'm still to this day finally finished texting people back because like I couldn't find like the DM between the DMs and the text, I I had to get to everything. So finally, I believe I'm all caught up. Um, so yeah, ready to rock and roll.
1: Well, I'm sure the listeners are happy for you as well. So thank they're you. sending their their congrats.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's get into some sports. Um, let, let's let's, you're really high on the on the raise right now. So I want you to get your excitement out about this.
1: That's good. I uh, I appreciate your selflessness um, mm-hmm. in regards to the Tampa Bay Rays. They had themselves uh, a hell of a week. They own the Yankees, first of all. I, I know they lost the game where the benches cleared and all that stuff. They ended right. up just pounding them the next day. Right. They dropped like four in the first inning off Jordan Montgomery. That incident, I don't really want to talk about them and the Yankees' bad blood because they just hate each other. Like the mm-hmm. Tatis thing was like one individual incident. Where he hit a grand slam and then for that, you know, the, uh, the wheels just came off after that. Right. The Rays and Yankees just legitimately hate each other. Yes. So, like, they're all thrown at each other. And as much as I absolutely hate when you throw at someone's head, mm-hmm. like, that's just the most, it's, like, the stupidest, like, what the fuck? Like, are we living in the 1920s? It's, like, all, we got rid of the guillotine. We got rid of firing squads. Like, right. all that stuff. Like, let's just get rid of throwing 100
0: well, at that guy's head. Well, then let's just say, let me play devil's advocate here. A lot of guy, w- when you give up a, and yes, I know the professionals, but when you give up a home run, a lot of times you miss your spot. When you give up any anything, a lot of times you didn't throw the pitch you wanted to throw. Is it possible they were aiming for the num? Out of like all the head head shots lately, how many were just like, I'm going for their back because the back is like the easiest place right. to make sure you hit them and it just gets away a smidge. And now you're headhunter. It's all dangerous. You're not going to throw at their feet because you, you're probably going to miss because you can, they can just jump out the way.
1: Why don't they just throw it like 40 feet up into the stands then and just be like, listen, like what? I, I don't,
0: I'm not, I con- don't I'm understand. not condoning. Obviously right. most of it probably is on purpose, but it, it's, it's just, un, it's not safe. It's right. stupid. Um, and you could literally kill someone. Literally.
1: Just fucking punch him out, too. Just right. punch him out. Just punch him out punch and, him and just out and embarrass him. do the Louisville guy thing and just say F you. Right, just tell, yeah, right, right. Exactly, exactly. F you, know? F you. Um, but anyway, the Rays. I want to get into this because the Rays have developed a, a culture that is... So underrated, based on you know, kind of like what they talk about. We know the Rays are like a scrappy, good team and all that stuff. And I was watching one of the few airings of Baseball Tonight, you know, that's still left. And and Tashera was talking about this Rays culture and like how they're just not afraid of anyone and how right. you know they, they they won't ever back down. And and it's not like they they have a ton of talent, but they're also they have this mental. Almost, they feel slighted. Obviously, it's like an us against the world. It's almost like our owner hates us as well because we're playing at the fucking TROP and there's no right. fans ever there. Yeah, It's almost like the A's. Like the, almost like A's East Coast. Mm-hmm. But the point about this team is that this culture started, and share brought this up, with Madden, obviously, when they went to the World Series. And they just had Johnny Gomes fighting guys, like mm-hmm. left and right, fighting right. guys left and right. And when you're an individual and you're looking like how to be great, and and it's always intrinsic motivation, right? Like that's always the biggest thing where you you just want to be the best. Mm-hmm. That's why I see when guys post on Instagram all like shout out to the fucking haters and all that. It's like give me a break. Yeah, everyone wants to see you succeed. Shut up. It has to be intrinsic for individual. For a team that goes out the window. It's all, you're looking for anything on the outside that's going to unite and rally your team. Mm -hmm. So with the Rays, like their thing, their whole thing was look like we're, we've been pretty much a shitty franchise for our entire existence. Let's just start fighting people. And like, that's literally what they started doing. And, and I almost wish that like my Davis team would have just fought Fullerton one time just to show like, we're not afraid of you. Right. Like we're just not afraid. I wish we were just, even if we got our ass kicked, like Mm -hmm. I wish we would have done that. And that's like developed a culture, not just the talent that they have, because they have excellent player development and Kevin Cash is a a great manager, but they've developed some culture where it's just instilled in them now that they're this slum dog, like boxer Mm -hmm. that, is just loves getting punched in the face yeah and it's fun to watch like people should marvel like at what they're doing right now and how they've been able to to sustain success
0: well and that's the thing thing too you say it's fun to watch but it's like how do you even get to watch them you know what i mean and and that's part of it too right that's part of their mentality we don't have the sunday night games unless we're playing the yankees or the Red Sox, and probably don't even get those games most of the time because who's their best hitter? Low, the second baseman. You know, they don't have a, a, wow. um
1: Wow. Shout out, Marilyn. Low? But yeah, it's, I guess there is an E at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it, it uh-huh. is weird. So it's, my my, it's my old roommate. Is this is exactly why they fight
0: it. people because I don't even know right.
1: how to Right, exactly. No, this is awesome. We're giving them extra extrinsic right, right. there.
0: He's like, that dude called that me. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, and the only reason, to be completely honest with you, the only reason I even know of him is simply because he's starting to become expensive on FanDuel. So I'm like, well, what's this guy been doing? And then I'm like, $3,300, $3, who is this guy? And then I picked him and he went bombo for me. I'm like, I love this guy, you know, but I still, the whole time I'm like, wow, that low guy is crazy. I've been pronouncing his name wrong in my mind, just like I pronounced uh, Hermione wrong when I was reading Harry Potter instead of Hermione for the first two books. The first Hermione?
1: You thought her name was Hermione? I'm just reading it in my mind. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's like Colonel, Colonel. It's like, there's there's plenty of names like that. You so, know, yeah, but yeah,
0: right. there's nobody as of not right now, so if he keeps balling out, and I think like Kiermaier, he's another one, right, too?
1: Yeah, Kiermaier, Austin Meadows, like... Austin and, and, Meadows. And they got full petty wars going on, too, with Kevin Cash, just telling Aaron Boone they, they have poor coaching, and they have a slew of arms that throw 98 as well. Like, it's just petty. Like, they're just a petty team. And And this is the
0: year. This is the year for that, you know. Um, And I think it's just interesting because when you talk about being the little brother, a lot of times when you talk about it, it's very clear, right? No disrespect to any of the schools I'm about to talk about. But the Oklahoma to the Oklahoma State, the Oregon to the Oregon State. It's very clear. The Rays, they hate the Yankees, right? But the the success, but the but Yankees also hate the Red Sox, but the Yankees and Red Sox are both big dogs. So the Rays might hate the Yankees. They probably kind of hate the Red Sox too. They hate everybody, but like the, the Blue Jays, and they probably just hate the Blue Jays just because, because the Blue Jays right. have that lineup that you love, you know, they got the, the, the sons and all the relatives. So the the Rays are like, okay, nobody, nobody's talking about us. Nobody cares about us. We going to make you talk about us.
1: Right. Right. And, and a quick thing on, on Tyler Glasnow as well. He pitched, that was the best I've ever seen him pitch. And it's, it's truly not a stretch to say that when his shit is right, like he's the nastiest pitcher in baseball, like any, any fan, should watch him pitch because he's just pure electricity, and I, I genuinely hope he stays healthy. His delivery is pretty max damn effort, yeah. But he has the most electric stuff in the game, and he was throwing right on right change ups, like he was throwing three pitches, and his mm-hmm. two pitches are, I mean, excellent. And obviously, you have Snell and all that stuff, but I did want to just highlight Glasnow, like. The guys must watch TV. Like Mm -hmm. when he is on, there's there's no one in the game that's dirtier than him. He's got. We're not stats guys on this podcast. Guarantee you, he probably has highest spin rate, highest whiff rate in the league. Right. Maybe Bieber more, but he's excellent. And pitching
0: ninja loves him.
1: Pitching ninja is a huge. There were some pitches that he was throwing. Like I was, I watched that whole game, and and there was. Some pitches that he was throwing that were like borderline Williamsport strikes that they were just swinging at. It was right. Right. Full sword. Yeah. Full sword. So that's, I mean, that's what I got on the race. They, I love their culture. Like I I love the, we've talked about it before. I love the, the little fucking pit bull.
0: Yeah. I love
1: the pit bull. You
0: know, they're going to, they're, they're going to keep grinding and this is the year where a lot of teams can get in. And again, Sure, you do get the bottom of the ninth, but there is no, they, now they are traveling on like the bubble, but the the home field advantage of like the screaming and the fans calling you an idiot, and you know, that's a very PG version of what fans probably an call idiot. other teams, but um, this is the year to do it. This is the year to not yeah. have to worry about that stuff.
1: And the last point to this, like, it doesn't even matter where they play because they went into Oakland last year in the wild card game. And that game was fucking over in the first inning. They just went and bitch slapped them in the first inning. They bitch slapped Manaya. They noogied Mm Manaya. So they did. They don't care. They don't care. Speaking of the hunt, though, I mean, there's a team that put up over 20 runs.
0: Yeah, 23 runs. What? 20, I, I can't even say it. I, I can't believe that they actually did it. it. 23 runs, the San Francisco Giants against the Rockies, and it was at Coors field. But it's still 23 runs. So here's the thing back, I know we, we're kind of, you know, not letting this Tatis thing go, but what are we doing with that? Or were they supposed to stop swinging at 15 runs? How did that, How does that work?
1: So I got actually really fucking pissed throughout this game. Cause I mean, I was watching the game and Kepler, as they're, I think they're, they're up 20. I don't mm. know. They had 20 runs on the board at this point. Kapler challenged a call like to extend the inning. And at that point, Oh my God, I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? And I don't think anybody I, talked about that. I didn't even have anything to do. Like, right. I was just like, oh, dude, what the fuck are you doing? If I'm a player, I'm like okay, buddy, the game is well in hand. I get, I guess, because these guys are big leaguers, like they're putting food on the table here. It was a potential RBI for Dickerson, so that's what I, it was. I
0: think. Maybe at that point, it's like historic. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right, exactly. So, but again, I know Tatis could have been,
0: <laughs> been historic. I, it, the whole thing is messed up, and now it's like you were mad, and we'll uh, we'll let it go. But you were mad over seven runs, really, really. But anyway, back to the Giants who are well, and I think they're, they would be in the wild. They would be the one of the wild cards right now. They're right there in the race. It's really, this segment is really not so much about the Giants. I mean, shout out. Dickerson uh, going bomb three times, but I got to tell you the, the scene, because you know, it made it historic, uh, I think he tied Willie Mays for total bases in a single game or something like that for the Giants, something like that. But the the scene, so of course they play the last home run. And when I tell you that that home run, it was Apo Taco. When I tell you that ball had no business going out of the ballpark, it literally had no business going out of the ballpark. Now his first two bombs were dingers, but it just was like, it just got me thinking about the Rockies. How I guess you lose a home game because you both have the same uh, advantage, but you know you think about Larry Wa- Larry Walker and how people gave them a, gave him a hard time for a long time about. I literally was reading up on this before the show, and it was like Larry Walker finally gets over his steroid, course Field, and it was so dramatic, and it just got me thinking. And we talked a little bit about this in the pre-show. It's like, okay, so where is this line, right? Uh, like Nolan Arenado is said to be one of the best, if not the best, third baseman. A couple guys would have something to say about that. I'll get into that shortly, because obviously there's defense, defense as well, but offensively, we'd have to look up how many home runs he's hit at home versus away, but. What are we what are we doing with that? How can we tell? Can you tell? Do you believe that we can tell? Like, is Nolan Arenado a product of course field or not?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do believe that we can tell. Um, I think that there's some guys that are just they're they outplay course field because they're superstars. Like that that that's just what they are. That they're, they're superstars. Right. Todd Helton, Larry Walker might've, I mean, allegedly probably could have been two steroids then with Coors Field. Yes. Um, and then aeronauto I would put Blackman in there. Um, and I, I would honestly put story in there as well. And, and Carlos Gonzalez was the example that I used in the pre-show. Um, and he's someone where maybe it's just because he just went somewhere else and wasn't very good. And maybe, yeah, I don't know what happened with his performance. And and why it dip, the only thing that we can point to is, is is really Coors field. Right. But none of these guys have also played really anywhere else, so we can't really tell. The only thing is is like number one, I watch Arenado play defense, and it's mm-hmm. like defense plays anywhere. He plays the best defense I've ever seen from a third baseman. And he fucking hits every time I see him on the road. So it's not – and I'm sure you could look up home and road splits. Right. But,
0: man, about, like
1: – Okay, so
0: are we – I was really surprised you said Trevor's story as far as being in the camp of he's a guy no matter what. What about Tulo?
1: I, Tulo, see, Tulo did not see, have he, success anywhere else. Yeah, but that's because he was hurt all the time. So, like, I th- this is why I'm saying it. it's so hard to tell because there – how many guys can you – can you, like, look at from that branch and just be like, oh, "Okay, so who, who was good outside of Coors Field? Like, Arenado, hopefully he goes. Like, I hope he goes to a winning franchise. Right. Just so he can get in the playoff. We could see him consistently in Shout the playoffs. Colorado. They're so bad. And I love that They were in first place for a bit. And now they blow. Yeah. Okay. It's because they don't have any pitching. Okay. And okay. we'll get to that after.
0: Okay. But what I'm asking you is – Offensively, because I think they're pretty even defensively. What are we doing with Matt Chapman if he's at Coors Field? If he's playing at Coors Field every day, is there any question he's not better than Arenado? Some people already think he is now, but is it even a question?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Is that the worst response ever? Like, I think I think he would be similar to him. He would right. definitely put up 40 bombs. Right. Like, that's definitely for sure. But you get maxed out kind of probably at a certain point. So he'd probably put up similar numbers. Well, what we're really
0: talking Arenado. about. We're, we would, we're really just talking about the cheapies, right? The cheapies. And, right. And not to deviate from what we're talking about, but honestly, I've said this myself. I know he's a big boy, and I know he hits some Mamos, but if you actually watch some of, especially as Giants fans, we know how tough our field is. I know they brought the fences in, but right, like pure right field and, you know, kind of left field as well. Could you not, and nobody's ever said this, but could you not say the same thing about Yankee Stadium? And you're watching Aaron Judge flick his wrist and, and he, well, yeah, and he's missing a ball and still hitting it out of the park. But the park is tiny. Well, yeah,
1: I look at I don't know if those
0: bombs are getting out at other parks.
1: Well, I look at two stadiums as a joke in Major League Baseball. And those are the exact two. Right. It's like if Brandon Belt was a Yankee, the guy would have, you know, 30 bombs. Brett Gardner is a guy that has 25-plus bombs a year. Curtis Granderson had 40 home runs.
0: That's absurd.
1: With the Yankees. And there's no, like, there's no explanation for that. At all. That's a joke. That's a fucking joke. But the thing is is that I feel weird about is that the Yankees, they have pretty decent pitching. The Mm -hmm. Rockies have talented pitching and they consistently suck. I feel so bad for their pitchers because when was the last time? Was it Ubaldo Jimenez? Was that the last time they had like a a legitimate – like Kyle Freeland – had one good year, and I feel. Tyler like that Chatwood,
0: uh, I shout out ABD Bulldogs. We played together. He was decent. He was decent. Um, yeah, but Chad as far as like a, a guy, like a, a like a dude, randomly Ubaldo, and he's so weird. He started sucking after he left the Rockies. That makes no sense.
1: Well, he had that one good like first half of the season where he went like twenty and zero. Right, and then he just sucked after that. But it's not like they don't have talent either. They have Hoffman, who they got for, for too low. Mm-hmm. And then they have uh, John Gray, who is like – he's like a number two overall pick. And I just feel bad for them because they fucking suck. Like no one likes pitching court. Dan Heron was saying how he would like try and skip starts at Coors Field. <laughs> Because he just hated pitching there. They were showing a Barry Bond stat the other day at Coors Field. He has two, three three home run games at Coors Field (laughs) in back-to-back years.
0: (laughs) Which is so funny, though, because it's like, how many cheapies did Barry hit? It's like, how ridiculous is it, right? Like, I'll tell you what, for those of you who haven't seen it, look up the last Dickerson home run from that game and tell me if it didn't remind you of watching the Little League World Series.
1: That's that's really what it is. I mean, the first one was awesome. It's like 480
0: feet. Right, right,
1: right. But at the same time, like, dude, the the ball there, you, you just flick your wrist. It goes up. The thing absolutely flies. Like, University of Nevada, I can't even imagine how Colorado must be. Because University of Nevada, you flick your wrist, and mm-hmm. the ball just goes out of the park. It's right. that's not even fair. I, I, I fucking hate that place. But – like, uh, yeah, I I can't even as a pitcher mentally, and that's the other thing, because because think about a guy like John Gray, who's extremely talented. He's number two overall pick, right? And the guy is just making good pitches and giving up these horse shit home runs, and he's probably like, what the fuck do I gotta do to to get some results around here? Right. Think about what that does mentally.
0: Mentally, to you. because you're like, I can't miss it all, and even if I don't miss, it still might go out.
1: Right. Right, exactly. So, so uh, yeah, Coors, Field,
0: Coors confirmed Field. joke. Shout out, Coors Field. Did somebody say playoffs? The NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. I'll tell you what, everybody's counting the Houston Rockets out. Might be a good bet right there. So take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: We got a uh, we got a no hitter, right? We had a no hitter. Mm-hmm. Shout out, uh, shout out, Lucas Giolito. Um, I've, I've mentioned this before, but. Uh, You know, he he broke out last year and the off season before he broke out, he was in Davis and and we had played catch and a few times. And he told me, you know what, this was coming off the worst year of his career and not Mm -hmm. just professional career, like literally his whole life. Right. He had never pitched worse in his whole life. and the guy for the past year and a half has been just lights out Mm. like a top 10 pitcher in baseball. He's amazing. It's been so cool to see his transformation. And like when you just see someone like maximize their talent, um, it's almost like when you see like a guy like come into his own, like we're seeing with, uh, with Jamal Murray and, uh, and and Donovan Mitchell right now. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. When you see something like that, and, and when you think back to the offseason that he made and some of the adjustments that he made, yeah, a lot of it was was physical. But if you watch him on the mound, man, the guy's just like at peace with everything. And, and we've talked about it before. Remember we talked about hitters, like their demeanor in the box, where it looks like, you know, they, they just belong there. Mm-hmm. And and no matter like how nasty the pitcher is, like okay, we'll fake it till you make it. Like maybe you can convince yourself, like I'm still the baddest motherfucker here. That's what Giolito's doing right now. Like what was, what was he doing in in uh, uh Davis? So I he he has family there, mm-hmm. so he was just he was staying there um, for an off season. Um, so. I honestly got word that one of my assistant coaches was like, hey, like, you know, L- Lucas Giolito's here. You you want to play catch with him? He needs to throw him partner, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I was like, Are you kidding? Like, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. But, it w- like, looking at some of the adjustments that he made and, the- and then seeing how he executes them. So, some of them, like, I, I wanted to go over a few of them for uh, just to nerd out on pitching real quick here. But if you look at tape of him from when he sucked uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the Nationals and the White Sox and to when he is now, like, look at how much more compact his delivery is. And you see guys doing weighted balls. What are your thoughts on weighted balls?
0: I mean, I- I've only picked them up to mess around with them uh, when the pitchers see weren't you... looking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could see you being a real, yeah, yeah. being a real dickhead about that. <laughs> um, Where'd my but... ball go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But so the, the reason that a lot of people use those is not to gain velocity. It's Mm. to well, kind of, yeah, kind of to gain velocity, but it's to clean up their arm action to make it like more flush, more simplified, more clean. So that was one of the things that he was really emphasizing. So if you look back at tape from him, when he first got into the league versus now look at how much more compact his arm action is and his delivery, Mm extremely simplified mechanics. But like I said, that mental approach of him, all he was worried about, like all, and he would tell me this is like, all I'm worried about is just executing my pitch. And, and if you remember when we talked about with, with Peter Hansen, when it's like, you have to get to that point when all you're worried about is just executing the pitch and, and nothing else. Right. But that's so damn hard to achieve and when guys are able to achieve that you could tell like it's it's easy to tell with their demeanor but the the adjustments that he's made and the way he's been able to combine his his mechanics with his mental approach has been really cool to watch and I, i i'm looking forward to watching it continue but i mean no hitter it really doesn't get better than that
0: yeah Shout out. So, I mean, and I know what you're alluding to is basically you helped in a way, you know? Um,
1: well, you listen, know. I don't want to, I don't want to ever take credit for someone else's achievements. That's mm-hmm. not me. I've, I've, never, really? I've never, I've never, I've huh. never taken the credit. I don't really? like taking the credit. Interesting. Um, but I did catch his flat you um, did. And I did give him feedback if he asked it for me.
0: Right. You're like, uh, which, also, you, which you never did, but I gave it to him
1: anyway. <laughs> I also uh, threw the ball back to him and was able to kind of keep his reflexes sharp. I mean, a
0: crisp throw. Uh,
1: there's nothing like a good crisp, you know? You, know, uh, you know, slap of the mitt.
0: If you had the yips, top of the mitt. it's a waste. This whole thing is a waste, you know? Right,
1: right. Well, if he was the reason I got the yips, like that would... I would have been so nervous like the first time going out there, like first two throws, I just – (laughs) 70 feet over his head. (laughs) That would have been – yeah.
0: Yeah. That
1: would have been rough.
0: Well, shout out Lucas, you know, turning that that page and getting around that corner and just keep balling, man. Keep balling. Okay, so to close, we are pivoting a little bit back to, you know, our old friend, college baseball. And I actually just had this thought. Couple hours before the show, and I reached out to Orlando. I said, I want to talk about this. So here we are. And the more you think about what's going to happen in college baseball and the logjam that we've been talking about, as far as these players and where are they going to go, and even junior college, and I get junior college is still a completely you know viable option for 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 these kids but for some of them um they they're just going to want to go to a four year and ho- hopefully the college world series you know can get back rolling and they're going to want a chance to play in the bright lights and be seen but to that point of being seen unfortunately we're assuming because of what may or may not happen, They were literally was literally a college football game today, which is nuts to me. Um, but Frank, we're Gore. S- Frank Gore.
1: Frank Gore? Frank Gore Jr. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Is that, where's it, Southern, where's it? Southern Miss.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. And I think like UAB played. And so hopefully this works out. But either way, th- there's going to be lo- loss in revenue from no fans, even if these seasons go on. So we're probably going to lose some colleges, some college programs from, you know, for college baseball. And I don't think they're all going to be, you know, no offense to the small, obviously it's not no offense. You know, we're we're mid, we love mid majors, but some of these teams that are a little bit more well-known might not be able to do it either. You know, Uh, just like a a level up. And I'm starting to think, well, how can you kind of get this process flowing again if there's less schools now and more players that have nowhere to go um and we and these this thing is super you know residual like all these kids got a year back and i'm thinking to myself you might have to make college baseball one and done i just think that that would be a great move because now these these same kids that are trying to go to junior colleges and things like that whatever the case may be, you just need to give these kids as many options as possible. If some kid, like, don't we technically stop growing like twenty between 21 and like 23? If some kid comes in as a freshman or, and then balls out as a sophomore, why shouldn't he be able to leave? Especially for Major League Baseball, when you're drafting kids that are 15, 16 years old. That makes no sense to me. So everybody's going to think, okay, no, everyone isn't Kumar Rocker. Sure, I don't care about that. Kumar could have started in single A or or double A. He obviously could have went out of out of high school. But even these kids that maybe do need that year or two, that's fine. But you have no problem signing these kids as soon as they're eligible when they're sixteen. So what are we doing? What? what I don't even I I don't know if it's if Major League Baseball is to blame or it's probably the NCAA. If it is the NCAA, you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, okay. Do I really want to deal with all these transfers, all these kids running around um, or leaving, you know, just to go play junior college? Why don't we just say you can leave when you feel like leaving? It just makes so much sense to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you have a 17-year-old next to you in the locker room with, like, a picture of his girlfriend, you know, as if it's – you know, obviously we believe in true love. Shout out to you. But – when you see that and you're like how, how do you, how do I got to stay 3 years in college for this shit? Right. Like w- right. what are we This isn't the NFL. We're not we're not hitting people like no. we're not going up against I mean we are in the minor leagues, you're not going up against major leaguers, so they're mm-hmm. not physically as uh, as towering over as you. So I I don't understand it. That's a pretty esoteric rule. Yeah. Anyway, well and even
0: so it's like okay, um you signed that 16 17 year old um, what so l- let's say Aaron let's say he's a third baseman right Aaron Judge is rehabbing as he is, as he is or John Carlos Stanton as they typically do what are you going to sit him that game so he like doesn't get killed at third base no you're going to play him so i don't really understand there's no there's no um safety issue there there's, yeah. there can't be because you you don't have, any problem signing the kids that are, you know, not even 18. So I, I don't understand it. I don't
1: No, And it's going to be a super cool opportunity too, because it's going to open up a lot, just a lot of chances for other kids, like a lot of chances for guys to be highlighted that are probably, that could be better than, than some guys. And they get their opportunity. Now there's just, it's going to create a lot more competition as well, because there's a, There's a bigger pool of players. You're recruiting more players. So it's going to create in turn more competition, but yeah, like it goes back to why the fuck do we have this rule? Like, what is, what's the point of not making a guy stay until he's 21?
0: Right. And, and look, I don't, you could think of guys right now that went off freshman year, went off sophomore year, weren't draft eligible. And then maybe junior year, they get hurt now senior year there's a lot of pressure on them maybe they don't produce and they go way later than they should have gone because that freshman year and and sophomore year are so far for forgotten that it it doesn't make a difference so it's not even really helping them and just watch the draft you see all these whether it's the analysts or the actual scouts how their eyes light up when a sophomore is technically draft eligible so it's like why don't you just do that for everybody?
1: Right. Well, Jack Leiter and uh, Pete Hansen next year. are uh, Jack Leiter, I think, is number two on the board. He's a draft-eligible sophomore. Pete Hansen, who we had on the show, he's I think he was ranked the 21st by D1 Baseball, 21st-ranked mm. prospect, draft-eligible sophomore as well. I'm sure if there was draft-eligible freshmen, they would also right. go very high. So like it sounds go to higher me, than some guys.
0: It sounds to me that I, I I shouldn't be ripping Major League Baseball. It's a combination. It NCAA needs to change the rule. Right. You know, that, that's number one. And just Major League Baseball, you know how I feel about all these kids that they draft in the first place, but NCAA needs to change that
1: rule. Well, doesn't does I know the NBA has the one and done rule. Mm-hmm. Is the MLB responsible for the
0: Oh that 21 rule? Yeah, I don't know.
1: So yeah, if they're up, responsible Rob for it, but they Manfred. just try to finagle it
0: every yeah. time every chance they get. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Them
1: ducking ducking responsibility. Mm-hmm. That would uh that would definitely definitely uh fit their character, fit the mold.
0: Right, right. So I just had to get that off my chest because I hadn't really thought about it before, and I know you know we talked about this is going to make um, junior college much better, but that's still uh, like specific players, like a player that knows they're going to get drafted after one year, like a Bryce Harper or a player that was a fringe or the opposite, a player that was a fringe D1 or four year guy. Now they're going to Juco, but all the, you know, all the, the kind of middle ground, like, Hey, I might be good by sophomore. You know, I might, I might change a lot in two years, you know, or I might change a lot, you know, in a year, those guys are still probably just going to go to four years and just, it's
1: all just going to get clogged up. I mean, I still think you're just still a hundred percent, right? Like there are just some things that are very black and white. The fact that they make guys like, I, I get that every, I think everyone should go to college just because you learn how to be normal there. Right. But the moment there's money involved, the moment that it's a business, like that shit all goes out the window. So mm-hmm. they, yeah, there should not be an age limit to this. That bottom yeah. line, you hit it on the head.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. I'll tell you what though, you know, we follow D and, one and and all these uh, baseball America and I have not heard anything about that. So I wouldn't hold my breath, but um No. But yeah.
1: No. I have one more thing. Okay before we and up I saw this tweet um, yesterday um, and and I thought you would take an interest into it take mm-hmm. a, I thought it would tickle your fancies um so let, I'm curious to hear your thoughts this tweet is could you beat up the twenty year old version of yourself today or would you get yo ass beat? The floor is yours
0: i would I would do work on them i, I, I
1: 20 year old me 20 year old you
0: I, he would beat me in a race he's probably quicker than me you We're talking fight uh, right but i'm saying even like quickness but i think it uh, right now um i've been doing a lot of jump roping you know i i think i got him and, cause, and i'm definitely stronger now so i think i'm not gonna
1: bet. would you say you have grown man strength now yes for yeah. sure Sure. especially ever since getting engaged you probably right. like it's just going to
0: leveling up
1: yeah you know? no i i i'm the same way well 20 year old me there was like two two different sides of 20 year old me there's one part of 20 year old me that was getting elbow surgery and was like in a brace so right. he don't was count, handicapped yeah 20 there was like part of 20 year old me that was handicapped there's right. another 20 year old me that started to get kind of big after uh like not like fat but like started to get kind so of So you healthy. had
0: no shot either way or the no, 20 bro, year old has no, I, shot. no no
1: no now i am beating both their asses
0: right i'm saying I'm, yeah i'm saying 20 year old you had no shot either way he
1: has 20 year old me is getting fucking worked and it's right. not even a question and i might enjoy beating his ass because he was yeah. probably a little fuck
0: right yeah i don't think i don't think i give 20 year old me much of a shot to be I was honest.
1: looking at some of these though like there was there was one reply that said you know uh, there's a couple that were saying you know obviously I would beat up 20 year old me one guy said 20 year old me was all raw talent you know I'm I'm a finished product now so you know oh shout out gosh. to that guy becoming a finished product but i mean there was a few that said 20 year old me is beating my ass today which is like Maybe wow. you guys are like forty-five.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This right. question is is better for the a forty-year-old.
1: That's twenty years, even. 20, right. I mean, five years is like uh, ten years for you, like, bro. Technically,
0: we're still technically Chokes your prime starts like for like athletically. Is like, isn't it like twenty-seven We've to like thirty
1: before. or something? What is it? I don't know because all i know is like, like when, 30 to 33.
0: right all i know is like when someone gets signed for like a long contract and they're and they are 24 25 they'll be like he's not even in his prime yet and i'm like how you know right, right. And so that's why i just well, assume
1: like, even when i see when i see a guy like you know walker bueller when he's just shoving and it's like guy wait till he enters his probably like what is he never going to give up a run like, right, what, what, right. What <laughs> yeah, like what are you talking about super sane. yeah like what do we <laughs> right. like they're in their prime right now I'm sure they're gonna have seasons like it but I don't know how much better it's gonna get than him just shoving all the time
0: right right so no that's a good question though but I think we gotta wait I'll wait you know till I'm 40 and then ask me that again because yeah it was interesting like I- I've always been like fit but I feel like it was just working out because of baseball. Now I don't have baseball. So now I'm just like working out to like, protect my future family, which I think is like a completely different workout regimen. You I, know?
1: The, I, would, I would love to see the workout regimen for that. I, I think I it's just a mentality. It's just a mentality. <laughs> it's you a, know? a survival mentality. Just a right. real primal. But
0: I don't know though. Because, sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take that back. Well, because of the drive, right? Like. 20 year old me was at the Juco trying to get a Scally. So I was working my butt off, but I just don't think anything compares to like, you know, your family.
1: That's what I think it's like. That's I won't, I won't that's what, it. yeah. Like dad's strength. That's the thing. I yeah, think so maybe right he, now
0: they're just two different questions. Right now right, is an right. interesting one, but either way I think that fool taking an L.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, twenty three-year-old me is a different story 23 year old me was like 210 right and he's just fucking molly my ass yeah but if you we're did, just talking 20 year old me i mean i was just i hadn't hit puberty yet
0: yeah no 20 that's people are still scrawny at 20 right you know a good question
1: i mean i could go all day on these internet I, this is what i think about like all day pretty much so
0: yeah yeah but, well great show we covered a lot uh, we got you an internet hypothetical in, which uh, I know always makes you smile. Um, yeah, but if you didn't have anything else, thanks everybody for tuning in. As always,
1: we appreciate you uh, tweeted us. I am at Orazo. Let us know what you think. Let us know yeah. if you're beating your twenty-year your twenty-year-old ass up, or mm-hmm. uh, if, if twenty-year-old you is just kicking the shit out of you.
0: Right. And I am at the underscore styles files styles with an I
1: tune in next week. We love you guys. You guys are the best. Keep listening. Keep listening.
0: Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home
1: on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts.